Are you tired of all the dating games, rules, and societal norms that make falling in love confusing and stressful? Then join us as we ditch the script and empower you to establish healthy, conscious relationships. This weekly podcast breaks down popular dating reality television and educates you on healthy versus toxic dating habits. I'm Brianna, a licensed therapist. And I'm Alex, a trauma-informed and certified narcissist recovery coach. Are you ready to ditch the script? Over here trying to make um fireworks happen yeah if if what words 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 are so hard okay yes there we go <laughs> Whoa. okay so if you have an if you have a brand new mac or if you've updated your your apple mac software Sonoma. yeah yeah um the update is is if you're on any of any video platform anywhere at any time time Riverside recording this podcast, Zoom, Sim- Google Simple Meet. practice, anywhere. If you oh, do certain, yeah, I know, literally happens in therapy. Um, if you do like, so and bad. you can turn it off, by the way, but I encourage you to keep it on just for like funsies. <laughs> but if you do like a thumbs up, it'll pop up a thumbs up. If you do two thumbs up, it'll send off fireworks. Yeah. If you do a peace sign, evidently, it does a um, balloons balloons wait will you try something will you make like heart hands was i trying what no will you try to make heart hands and see if that does anything (gasps) you guys this is one episode where you're really gonna watch the youtube want to watch the youtube video yeah that was really good (laughs) that was really good what else do you think that we can make happen i don't know I don't know. The thumbs up one needs some work because it's like, yeah. it's not, it's not, I feel like I need like a Mark Zuckerberg Facebook. Like if my <laughs> thumbs aren't perfectly you, in alignment, you mean, uh, it like doesn't a, go. Right. A Tom. What did I say? What did you say? Facebook. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're right. We need to reel it in. <laughs> yeah. We, anyway. Alex and I were absolutely losing our minds before we started recording, so you know you're gonna that one i love that one i really yeah. love do you remember it's that cute. you remember you remember when we were like i wonder why 16 and we were romping around on the beach it was actually the time that we um went to the beach and got yelled at for having tan lines it was like that time oh, i feel like that happens all that happens all a often lot. yeah but um yeah uh i do recall was this we were, like the taking time? a bunch of pic- pictures yeah, this was like 07. This was like, oh, this yeah. was for Facebook. Those were my first Facebook photos. Yes. Those pictures, yeah. right? You remember yeah, the picture that we took back. with like our, yes. our hearts yep. and yeah. our hands? Yeah. I love that picture. I do. I bet you it's still on the interweb somewhere that we <laughs> I've can seen, find. I, oh, yeah, I've seen it. It's it's like, it's an album of mine. Oh my God, I love. I used to be big on uploading the photo albums. Big, big, Always. big, Always. Same. I think everyone yeah. did. Like, I had like a graduation 2010 album like wow how things have changed now i'm like the anti-social media person oh yeah which is weird because it's like my job but whatever yeah but that's what you use your social media for it's different it's not the same yeah Yeah. i don't post nothing 
I don't post nothing. I post Girl. like sometimes I like I'll have like a weekend with some of my friends. And you know what's so sad is that like I'll have a weekend with some of my girlfriends and we will take a bunch of pictures. And so I'll do like a carousel of that time and that, that weekend. But I have lots, lots of other friends that I'll spend time with and, and we're just like not taking photos like that. And so I just feel bad because they don't get the love and the representation on my social media platforms. But I'm just like I'm not the posting girl. Right. I also, you know, I was thinking about this too, because same with me where like, this is mostly front of mind with my boyfriend, but like we, unless we're like dressing up or at somewhere where like, where we're like intending to take photos, like we don't always take photos together. And it kind of makes me sad because it's like, we spend all this time together. Like, why don't we like, because I just don't take, I don't think about it like that. Like, unless I'm totally like taking photos for work it's like I almost am have like an aversion to it but then that makes me sad because it's like I can't look back on like the memories I'm creating with him so it's like this weird like I want to be present but I also like let's get some real quick photos real quick but it's weird I think we gotta I think we gotta find a balance because I do think that Agreed. having pictures is important like you want to have pictures you never know what's gonna happen I I feel this way like there was a whole relationship I had last summer um that ended like a year ago in the now time and oh my god that's so wild I, a year ago i know and i had no i didn't even have pictures of this individual not even without me present like not a single photo and i was just like when it ended i went to my camera roll just to kind of like you know sometimes i reflect and whatever of course and it's just like he just didn't even exist so weird wild so weird it's like unless someone is like instigating a photo like for me specifically unless someone's like let's take a photo i'm usually not the one to initiate so i'm trying to be initiating i I like taking pictures of things and places and like scenery and like the dog but i'm rarely like here take a cute picture but i want to do that for some people because when people do that for me i'm like oh my god you just caught like an essence of my soul and like i want to catch people's essence yes i so get that i so feel that (sighs) i totally understand that i'm working on it um what else is going on in our lives anything like fun to talk about (sighs) i'm meeting my boyfriend's family for the first time that's kind of terrifying but also exciting fucking cool um and you're meeting them before the holiday that you join them with yes yeah, I'm meeting nice. his mom and dad before the holiday that we're doing, which is Thanksgiving. And then yeah. I get to meet his sister, like, probably the day before Thanksgiving. She's only going to be in town, like, for the holiday specifically, like, not for the whole month. So I'm assuming I'll see her probably, like, that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday weekend situation. I don't Do know. you think that we have any pearls of wisdom to speak to the experience of meeting someone's family for the first time for a holiday if anyone someone needs to give me pearls of fucking wisdom because (laughs) i haven't had to meet parents in a long time like in my last relationship and i was telling you privately but like for people who don't know this um my last relationship although it lasted three years um his family one they were an hour and a half away but two they really were hermits like and you know no shade i just you know other than one lunch that spanned about maybe 30 minutes in time um Mm -hmm. 
I, that was it. Like, that was the only exposure I had to meeting his family just because, like, very similar to my story where, like, my family is, like, not fully in my life because of some stuff. His family's more involved with his life, but, like, somewhat removed because of their own stuff, right? So, like, yeah, totally. I want everyone to know listening, like, this isn't a right or wrong, good or bad thing. It just was different, you know? Yeah. So, um, you, so you haven't, haven't done the really experience. Had... No, not since like a long, like not for a long time. So yeah, the, at first, like when I when I first heard I was gonna meet the parents this month, I was like, oh shit. And now I'm like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yeah, honestly, at the end of the day, even if you just have to delusionally tell yourself it's gonna be fine, <laughs> tell yourself it's gonna be fine. I like to think that like less is more when it comes to meeting parents. I think parents of the, these older generations, like, especially if there's a mom in the mix, uh, bringing something goes like a little, a little oh, something yeah. goes a long way. Bring a I soap. I have a plan for that. Oh, bring no. a wine. We're doing bring Palm a, Springs. Bring a flower. We're doing Palm Springs, like, staples. So I'm going to do a, a local beer that for his nice. dad and i'm gonna do the local toffee place which on it i love toffee but this local toffee place is like best toffee i've had in my life so that's Aww. kind of what i'm planning on doing are like little like welcome to palm springs here are some of the fun things that we have here the end i think that's, that's really plan. cute i think i think the i think show like how you show up at the you know quote the door um and then doing the rest is just purely like be who you are like yeah. ask Ask, like ask more questions. Ask questions. Ask questions. Um, show that you care about getting to know them as individuals and not just trying to impress yeah. them. And totally, like older people just want to be treated like people. At the end of the day, yeah, they do. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you for all of that. I'm gonna make it happen. I think, yeah, yeah. I think for me, um, it's it was really just like getting over this, like, wow, I haven't had to do that in a hot minute, you know. But the I more know. I tell myself, like, they're just humans. They're just humans. They're humans. And I feel like I'm really good at meeting humans. <laughs> you're so good at meeting humans. You're <laughs> like people. You're very warm. You've got a lot of energy. You in particular are gonna be great and fine. And like, I would be hard pressed to find out that they didn't that they didn't like you and i think that like um what i would like for you and other people to know who sit in this seat is like you gotta know that this these these people they most often just care that their person is happy their their child is happy that their child is like with someone that uh loves them and cares about them in a deep way and any parent that would meet you and see you as your partner's like person would be incredibly lucky to like Aww, have that be the person. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. And so like that's literally true about you. And if I'm speaking to a general someone else that I don't know if yeah. that's literally true, I want you to behave as if it is. Behave <laughs> as if I know you to your core and I want you to show up and be like, like yeah. they are lucky they're lucky hmm, and then behave like your Thank best you. self you're welcome you. it's true so you will be getting a play-by-play -play legitimately yeah. in our true voice note fashion and um the rest of y'all will hear hear deets when i have them to share the yeah. end 
the update on me is just that I just keep falling in love with strangers and I'm just having the best time doing it. Yo, I'm really <laughs> excited about this new one though. Like I I yeah, was like, I just, wow, like, he sounds like me and, in male form, which all automatically <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah. He likes video games. Yeah. He considers himself an introvert. Like <laughs> come on. But was like friendly, outwardly extroverted. Yeah. But yeah. that's the thing, we're ambiverts. Yeah. Like that's the real name for it is an ambivert. Yeah. So, yeah. like, someone who does really well in outgoing situations but definitely loves their alone time and recharges with their alone time, that's me. Yeah. Um, she says as she so, wears yeah. her Xbox hoodie. PlayStation, come on now. Well, you know who I love does you and does not. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> you know who does and does not play video games in this relationship, and yeah. it's your girl. And that's PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. Xbox PlayStation. looks different, doesn't it? Of course. It does. It's usually just the next. But um, you want to know something that is really funny about this sweatshirt? What? So one of my boyfriend's friends who follows me on Instagram, I posted a story of me like meditating and doing breath work in this sweatshirt the other day. And yes. he messaged uh-huh. me and was like, is that a Squid Games sweatshirt or PlayStation? <laughs> oh, my He's like, God. I can't tell. I'm like, that's a great point, but it's definitely PlayStation, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PlayStation, yeah. not Squid Games over here. I mean, I like Squid Games, but, well, you know, it's fucking wild, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Squid Games, it's just, like, a little bit more of an intense, like, read, you know, on So a intense. Like, you yeah. think, like, I don't, I don't, who would I have to be to buy paraphernalia and wear it about Squid Games, you'd have to, you know? You'd have to love it in, in more than just a surface level kind of way. You'd have it's to, like. It's very surface level. It's like, okay, that's intense. <laughs> art film yeah. situations yeah. and that's about it that's oh, the extent of it you know what i've been doing at work at the bar i don't lately? but i know you're gonna tell me what i'm gonna tell you i've been okay. i've been well i think i told you this but i'm gonna tell the rest of us okay the rest of our friends um i've been telling people that i'm a witch i don't remember like hearing about happens. this so i'm really oh. about it okay <laughs> Tell me. Yeah. Like, what? I've just been telling I've just been telling people that I'm a witch at uh, at the bar because it's a really male coded space, as I've right. mentioned. And so and men are conditioned to fear witches. Are they? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it all goes back to like, you know, Salem, all of like the witchy Damn. stuff. Like Salem witch trials, it's just like You just can't women. handle us. You can't handle us. Y'all can't handle us. Because <laughs> witches were to blame for bad things happening Everything. in communities, they blamed women. It's like it's like a whole thing. And so and and like so ridiculous. I feel I feel powerful in my own personal sphere of spirituality. Yes. Um and especially when I'm among some people, some of my friends, you included, that I feel really in alignment with. Like yes. I really can feel the stuff between us, the 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 intangible yes. quality in the air, right? Love it. You're picking up what I'm putting down, right? Magic. I picked it up a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. Um. <laughs> and so, in some ways, I do. <laughs> I'm really working on my magic over here. <laughs> yeah. See, see, iOS knows that we yeah. are magic. Duh. And so in some ways, when I say I'm a witch, like I do mean it because I do feel witchy. There are many parts. So I'm not just like cosplaying witch. I'm not just like 
I'm not just like witch baiting. I do right. feel witchy. Um, yeah. but I'm really amplifying how um how much I identify as a witch in in this like very male coded space because I like to see their reactions because it's harmless and it's fun. And sometimes yes. like this one this one guy that's a, that's a regular, it's very friendly. I see all the time, and he's like, "Well, that's amazing and really good news because my college football team really needs a touchdown. So could you help us out?" And I was like, "I'm on yeah. it." I e, was not e, on e, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I started dancing for a fucking football or what they call a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, and. And then, so some men are, some men respond like that and it's really fun. And then some, and then some men are like immediately terrified, like face goes white. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you better leave a good tip or else. Yeah. 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 And I said, well, I'll, you know, I'll conjure about that later. For and they're real. Like, <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. They tinkle their pants a little bit. They're like. They do. Oh my god, it's so much. It's like the most fun that I'm having right now. I love. And that I just think for that, you. like, if anyone just like just lie to people a little, just yeah, just harmless. lie a little bit. Harmless lies. Harmless lies. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um. Thank this you. Actually, I have I have two things to share with the class. One is related, and one is not related. So we're gonna start I with the related it. one about lying. Okay. Years Let's ago, go. like years ago, there's this local coffee shop out here named Coffee with a K. And um, one of my gay bays, like, fucking love him. Very flamboyant. Amaze, right? We go to coffee together. And when we walk in, I see they have a chocolate croissant. And I was like, oh, my God, have you ever had a chocolate croissant before? And this person was like, no. Are they good? I'm like, they're orgasmic. And he was like, wow. okay, cool. So we get to the front of the line. And he's like, I'll have a tall blah, 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 whatever he gets. And he goes, and she'll have an orgasm. <gasps> and uh, yeah and the guy looked at me and turned like 50 shades of red not gray Aww, poor <laughs> and guy. i was like he's talking about a chocolate croissant that's what he's talking about <laughs> it was like really awkward now here's the best part this gentleman's name is ron the yeah. uh bar, bar i was gonna say barista, barista, barista yeah barista whatever was like <laughs> okay what's the name for the order and my friend is like trixie and then walks away <gasps> wow it was the best so like i will never forget that because it's just like that is i feel like the epitome of what you're talking about it's like we're just lying yeah. to get reactions because it's fucking hilarious it's just like it's all okay like you said something earlier okay. about something totally unrelated but it's like if you're on your deathbed don't you want to know that you lived your life yeah <laughs> not what you were talking about earlier <laughs> not what i was talking about earlier but I, the reason that came up is I was telling Brie, like, whenever I have, like, a situation that's presented to me or I find myself in a so situation that I'm not stoked about, I'm always looking for, like, the silver lining. Like, how can I make this yeah. positive? And that's what I shared with Brie where I was like, I'm not going to be on my deathbed wishing I went to bed on time. I'm going to be on my deathbed being like, hell yeah, you stayed up and did X, Y, and Z. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So, so funny. We're just out here trying to, like, make life as fun as it can be because, you know what? Yeah. It's fucking short. For real. And it's getting into the holiday season. So how else can we make it merry and bright? Especially when, like, globally things aren't merry and bright. But let's oh. make it merry and bright for our little worlds. Right? It's so bad globally. It's so yeah. bad globally. We're not going to get into yeah. it because uh, – No, we're not. I'm not, I'm not equipped, but um, – Yeah. 
Yeah, just okay. trying to like just trying to like make ourselves feel better. What's the unrelated For thing real. that you were gonna mention? The unrelated thing that you already know about, but I do want to celebrate with the collective is your girl is finally going on her first international trip. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys and also she she manifested this like to a yes. T. Yes. Man, it was on my vision board beginning of the year and actually slash end of last year that I finally got my passport and then I put a photo of Cabo, which is where I'm going for free, by the way, which is just so cool. And it's happening right before the end of the year. So in December. Um, and if that's so not if, if that's not a witch, it's if that's not evidence of a witch, I don't know what is. Yeah. So um, this has been a long, a long time coming, and I'm really thankful to myself, and I'm thankful for all the versions of me I needed to go through to get to this point. And Dang. Um, I that's yeah, deep. Like, and that's I'm deep. going alone, which at first I was a little intimidated by, but I also am like I'm fully fucking capable. So I think that'll be. It'll be fun. So if you don't follow me on the gram, definitely do because you will be coming along for the ride that whole Also, shouldn't they week. shouldn't they follow um, events by Alex? Yeah, if you want to. I have a second business, everybody. I don't even know if we've even talked about it on here. I started yeah. a second business this summer um, yeah. as an event and wedding planner. And so uh, part of the reason I'm going to Cabo is I have an internet a Cabo wedding I need to get ready for um so that's that and so yeah events by alex scott if you want to mm -hmm. follow me on the gram there and we can chitty chat and hang out um and you can follow all the fun pretty things that are happening and i have my first two weddings of the season this, this coming weekend so, yeah yeah alex Wild. just just alex just had too much free time and so she decided <laughs> to start another business that's laughable yeah yeah but I will say that with this second business, it has given me a lot more autonomy. So like, I just, things are happening. We're going with life. Life is leading us. And thank you universe for everything that I have and everything that's on its way to me. Amen. Yeah. Mm, a fucking men. Shall right. we talk about old people falling in love and falling out we of We shall. Love? And falling out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Buckle up. Let's go. So first we Hometowns. go to New Jersey to see Teresa. Um, are you familiar with this area of New Jersey? You know what? I meant to look it up. Uh, she said Shrewsbury, New Jersey. The way in which I should have fucking known that Teresa was from New Jersey. It's uh, like everything about her. Hang on. Screams Jersey while, girl. You vamp while I look this up. Vamping, 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 vamping. Um, yeah, so in case you guys um, didn't know, Brianna is a true New Jerseyan, which is why yeah. we were inquiring if she knew this area. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's, so it's not quite, it's like technically South Jersey, but it's like closer to the coast. So it's near an area, an area called Red Bank. So if you're familiar with New Jersey, like you'd know the Red Bank area. Um, yeah, she, she like lives a little bit. She, Listen, she lives in a nice place. Let's just put it okay. that way. Done. Yeah. We can do it. We'll yeah. pop it there. Um, yeah. God, I just got the most intense craving for a Philly cheesesteak because South Jersey is close to Philly, isn't it? Or am I ignorant? Yes. It, no, 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 no. No, you're exactly, you're You're right. All right. Oh, my God. It is intense. It is an intense I know. craving for a Philly cheesesteak. Let's get you a steak and cheese. ASAP. Mm, maybe we'll do that later today instead of in and out I don't know. Okay. Anyway. I don't know. <laughs> so 
Gary goes to New Jersey to see Teresa. I was surprised. I was surprised at what a good time they had. Oh, really? Tell me more. Yeah. I was surprised. Okay. Ew. I have a gross kind of judgmental confession to make. Let's do it. I was surprised that I... I know. I just, I was surprised I liked Teresa's family as much as I did. I didn't expect that I was going to like them. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. I think, why? Because of how Teresa is. Do you feel, Teresa, I feel like I get a little stage five clingery vibes. Like, yeah. And I think, and what I mean by that is like, sometimes when we have an anxious attachment style, we get, and y'all, I'm speaking from personal experience because like, I feel this so hard. We can get so like, this relationship needs to work and I'm going to make it work. And so if you love me, I love you. Like, there's nothing we can't do. And like that kind of vibe. I get that from Teresa. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, so I, like for me, I was kind of curious to see what like if her family was also that like what's the word um uh testing for that kind of like are you serious are you like like in that way like, yeah, a little like like passive. defensive testy yeah yeah passive but they were chilling and i really liked her daughter i really I, liked her daughter that's who i also had a i cried i had a strong emotional reaction to her daughter I love that for you. Yeah, I'll tell. Thank you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you more about that later when she comes becomes relevant in our chat. Okay. But yeah, there's like, and I could be wrong about this, but Teresa has a bit of like a, uh, an air of a learned helplessness that I find irritating. I feel like a lot of women in that generation do. I yeah. feel like they were taught to do that to get their man. Yeah. Like, like oh, woe is me. Oh, oh, and it's like girl you're you're smarter than that yeah we know stop we're not falling Mm -hmm. for this you're capable but men love it men fall for the did all the time you know what i mean damsel in distress yeah i I got you yeah thank you for explaining that i got you but maybe someone else didn't but no you're right and like cut to remember remember a couple weeks ago when i was like i was like i got that glass in my finger and i was like ouch my finger i played that up because i'm did you tell people on the show about this yeah brianna got a boo-boo and a guy totally fell for it it was cute oh, yeah the end we talked about it here okay i didn't remember <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it is a thing it is a thing and like i always try because like it is true that like men really bond with women um when they help and when they do things for them so like there's definitely an air of like wanting to let them take up space and let them help and let them protect and let them provide. Absolutely. And mm. simultaneously, like it's when it gets to be manipulative that I'm mm. like, I literally want to stick my finger down my throat. You know what I mean? Yep, 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 yep. Um, yeah. so yeah. Okay, so basically Gary shows up and he does. wins the whole room over. I think that the only person that seemed to be the most guarded out of the bunch was Teresa's daughter, which makes perfect sense. But Gary, charming as ever, does a really good job of like connecting with Teresa's sisters and connecting with her grandchildren. She's like three grandsons, which they are like so cute and so sweet. Um, I think what was interesting that stood out to me uh, about the sisters is that they sort of confirmed for Gary like, Hey, we can tell we can tell because of how our sister is behaving that she 
she's found her person. Like she has really strong feelings for you and we can tell because she seems really happy. And I just thought that that was a really interesting perspective to be able to get from someone who's dating a person that's only really gotten to see one side of them, the like dating side. Yeah, that's what I really don't like about this show. And you know, I ended, I watched this episode with my boyfriend and it sparked a lot of really interesting conversations yesterday. Um, And one of which was that it's like, you know, these people are dating in like the best setting. Like it's easy to Mm. fall in love in this setting because it's like, you're going on these crazy trips that are provided for you. It's free alcohol. It's like a sexy mansion. Like it's all these different unique experiences and so it's like that's great and like of course you're gonna love that and love the person Mm -hmm. like easy fucking easy but the thing that we all know about love is it becomes a choice when life shows up you know what i mean Mm. and they don't they get robbed of that experience on this show so it's like you're literally choosing to commit to someone before you see like how do they handle stress what are my pet peeves about the person like what are the different because at that point when you're like now the rose colored glasses are off we're exiting the honeymoon stage this you did this and that pissed me off or annoyed me and i still choose to love you like they don't get that here right they just get like perfect version of themselves in this really nice inflated romantic context and then the end and then they and this is why i believe so many couples break up after this show is because then life starts happening and they're like oh I don't like how you handle stress. I don't like how you talk to me when you're upset or triggered. I don't like how you, you know, maybe are a slob like in your home. And I didn't have to see that when we were dating in this bachelor setting. Right. So. Yeah. 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 That's so true. That's so interesting. I feel like that was such a good description as to why the couples on these shows just don't really work and why a, a, a setup like this is just truly not setting up any couple for success, period. It's just not. Yeah. No, I don't like it. So, um, yeah, I thought, like, I just feel like it's they're all stating the obvious. Like, yes, of course, Teresa's into him. Here's what I thought was really interesting was when his uh, her daughter asks Gary, like, are you in love with my mom? And he was mm-hmm. like, ooh, that's a hard question to answer. And he's like, I haven't fallen in love since 1968, so I don't know how it's supposed to feel. And this is something that really sparked an interesting conversation because for myself, who's fallen in love, you know, I would say about this time, four t- like with four different people in my life, maybe really only three. Because mm. there's like it's a long story but there's one relationship where i was like that was more like brotherly love than like romantic love you know Mm, mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and so we were talking about it but each time has been so wildly different like it's not the Mm. same kind of love it doesn't feel the same from relationship which i think is a good thing i think when Mm -hmm. we get stuck in these like patterns of relationship where falling in love always feels the same it always feels dramatic or it always feels you know what i mean like that's something that we should get curious about but i just felt for Gary it was like stop putting pressure on yourself to know what that feels like or what it should feel like or what it felt like in 1968 because it's not really relevant it's just like what are you feeling for her are you thinking about her when you go to bed are you looking forward to seeing her again like those are kinds of the things where it would be like if I was talking to Gary in real time I would be like let's let's 
yes, we love Tony and we so appreciated how we fell in love with her. And it's, of course, going to be different this time, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think that this was just a clever way of him avoiding saying she he's not in love with her. But then he did, which I was like, ah, because I agree with you. I was like, he's just trying to avoid the question. But then he said later on that he loves her. And I was like, ew, that made me want to throw up because I was like, I don't believe you. I don't believe him. I think that Gary, I I identify, I told you I've identified, hi, Tucky, you're being so cute. (laughs) Just like woke up and he was like, (laughs) sorry, I got distracted. Um, I identify with Gary a little bit in the way of like, if I spend enough time with someone, I love them. I have like a deep new affection for them. And it just, my my love for people is just, it's it's limitless if I spend time with someone I'm like oh my god I love you and I think especially getting to see someone's family I think that Gary at the end of the experience probably was like I love her but I don't think that he's in love with her and I think that he was kind of carried in the moment of the the hometown ish but he didn't say it to her he said it in like a in an interview no yeah that's you're right he says he's in love with Teresa in a confessional um yeah, and on their actual carnival date after meeting the fam, he says, like, she says, I told you before I was falling in love, now I'm in love. And he was like, that makes me feel so special. That's how he responded. Yes. Um, Spoken like a true like, player. Right. This is the funny thing that I think is, like, the concept of loving a human but not being in love with a human. Those are two very different things, right? It's like you can love someone but not be in love with them. Right. It's good. And it's so I the think title that, of my book. Well, I think that he needs to be aware, a little bit more self-aware there. I agree with you that he's like kind of getting wrapped up in all of the pomp and circumstance of it all instead of being mm-hmm. like, no, I'm in love with you and see what we can build, you know? All yes. right. Anything else to say about Teresa? Her grandsons were cute. They talked about her taking selfies with duck lips, which that was kind of an awkward conversation, but I feel like Gary tried to hold on there. Um, yeah. I thought it was kind of funny that the kids were like, Nana always does this. This funny (laughs) face. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It was cute. It was funny. Um, Okay. No, I have nothing else on Teresa other than like. Great. I'm sad for her because I think she's going to get dumped, even though we don't know that. I feel like yeah. I know it in my soul. Yeah. Yeah. Why okay. didn't they just, why didn't they end the show with us knowing who? Ugh. Because, because there's been no, there's been a lack of drama since Kathy has left. So they need to like, they need to stir the pot somehow. So they're trying gotcha. to end it on a cliffhanger, but it's a fake cliffhanger because anyone who watched that episode knows exactly who's fucking going home. Yeah. If, like, if, if there was a different decision made, I'd be shocked. Yeah. The funniest part was like at the very end of my notes, I put going home, Teresa, and then had to backspace before it even happened and then had to backspace it because they did it end the episode sending her so home. But I'm like, but it's Teresa. Like it's happening. Yeah, it's gotta be. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's so funny okay, that cool. you did that. Oh, well, I mean, I usually feel like I have a good idea. So I'll type in the names and then if I'm if I'm not right, like I'll make I'll adjust. But this time it was like. I'm right, but y'all aren't telling us that, so I'm going to back it up. You know what I mean? It was just funny. I um, didn't know that you do that. That's oh yeah, so quirky. Witchy, witchy. Yeah. Yeah. I usually can make a good educated guess. Okay. Anyway, so now Will we you? go to Faith in Benton City, which is rural AF. 
Yeah, she's um, in she Washington rides State. Her horse to the grocery store. She rides her horse to the drumroll, please. Tavern. Who the fuck calls it a tavern? Tavern people. Someone call it who a tavern. rides their horse to the tavern calls it a tavern. The tavern. Yeah. 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 It's what is the difference between a tavern, tavern and a bar? I a bar, it's kinda like a is bar there? is a is a is a rectangle. Like it's so many things. Is a bar is a rectangle a square and square is not a rectangle or vice versa? Yeah, I is don't a rectangle. Know. No, a rectangle is always a square, but a square is not always a rectangle. So it's kind of like a bar is a square, you know. Uh, maybe I've got that backwards. You're looking it up, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. The basic difference it says on Google: a tavern is typically a more upscale type of bar that also serves food taverns often have a more sophisticated atmosphere and they may offer a wider selection of beers wines and spirits for our witchy selves taverns are also usually more expensive than bars so she be showing up in her fine in her horsey finest to this tavern you know what i'm saying you know what's funny about that is there's this there's this really well-known bar in boston uh there's a couple but the like flagship flagship one is called is in austin um Massachusetts and it's called Tavern in the Square but everyone calls it by its acronym TITS love it so I'm just I'm thinking about TITS as a place that is (laughs) described by the definition as refined (laughs) and upscale which a place called TITS cannot be yeah, it's be. like that's the Google definition, but I feel like people be calling themselves ta- it's like a catfish of yeah, a bar. Yeah. It's like it's just like you're a telling bar me you're that's a tavern, like, but you're a bar. But you're a bar. <laughs> yeah. It's just a yeah. It's like you could eat there and maybe not get sick. Yeah. You know? Okay. So thank you for turning into okay. Ditch the Script where we educate you on the different types of taverns <laughs> and bars. Moving on. I, I thought you were looking up the square and the rectangle thing, but you know what? Someone else knows it oh, as they're listening. So you I just DM us and let us know. about that. Like, <laughs> I don't need to know that anymore. I'm out of high school. I don't got no yeah. trig or geometry teacher up my butt about shapes. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Okay. So <laughs> um, I love faith in her element. <gasps> Sorry. Really? <laughs> what, I have that mixed I love, feelings about I love- faith. You don't love faith in her element? I love faith in her element. I mean, I think anyone in their element is great. Like, go off. Ride your horse, girl. Yeah. Like, do you? I just don't yeah. think their relationship's going to last, personally. <gasps> I disagree. Okay, you tell me Okay, why. good. I'm glad. I yeah, just me think too. she... I think... I think we've seen the good side of her in the sense of, like, again, we're seeing them fall in love in this very rom-com type setting. But I think life is gonna get to them and i i don't trust i'm uh i feel so shitty saying this about people that i don't even know in rl but from what i've seen on this highly edited show i don't trust faith to have conscious relationship conversations we've seen gary do that with people we've seen Mm. gary be like what did you mean by this tell me more what's going on i want to understand the situation we have not seen that from Faith. We've seen Faith present her best self and be cutesy, you know, girl. Um, but we haven't seen her yet have to have things. I will say my what redeemed Faith in my eyes is the very end of the episode 
where she's like, nothing's ever promised. And I think that right. it's smart of her to kind of be like, I know what I have with it because she's not seeing what we see. What we're, what I'm seeing is Gary's 100% faith period. That's who he's going home. That's what I see. Right. I Easy agree. As fucking pie. I agree. Yeah. Teresa and Leslie can go the fuck home. Cause like he thinks y'all are cute. He loves you. He's not in love with you the way he's in love with faith. Sorry. Like I see it so clearly. You see it so clearly. But yeah. they have a show to produce, so like that's why they're lingering, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but the but Faith doesn't know that. And so I think the smartest, wisest thing I've heard Faith say is that is tomorrow isn't promised. So although I know what I have, I'm trying to keep my feet on the floor. Like she's like like I could still be brokenhearted. And I that for me was re- like a little bit more emotional maturity than I've seen from her so far. Yeah. Um so that's that but i don't i don't know and i i want to be wrong i want to be wrong like i hope they last forever and they're happily you know happily ever after selves but i just don't trust her yeah i i i I hear you and what's tough is that we do get so little the reason why i challenge your point with only one i have only one soundbite that is giving me enough evidence of this but still not even enough and again it's only one but with faith it's also part of the reason why i think that gary loves her and like wants Mm -hmm. to do this he's like gonna pick her but it's when faith was the only person that we heard gary be like i i want to see this go the distance like how do we make this work let's talk about next steps and of course they didn't really get into the weeds but i i i trust them to be able to do that I think the reason why I think that they could work out is I know that Faith has worked, has lived a life in which she is, she has navigated a lot of adversity, right? Mm-hmm. That's either going to be the the foundation of all of her wisdom that is going to help her be in a healthier, more conscious relationship, yeah. or it's going to be the thing that's going to have her repeat all of her history. Yeah. Exactly. And so for me, I'm leaning on repeat all of her history right now Mm. a little bit. Like, I just, I I don't know. Like, maybe that's my own shit coming up and, like, watching it from my lens where it's, like, unfortunately nine times. Like, the more, and this is going to sound really shitty, Brie, and, like, you might get upset with me for saying it, and that's okay. I'm here to have a conversation with you about it. But, like, the more I do this work and the more I see people who hate the patterns they're in, but they won't do anything about it. Right. And so it's like, not everyone wants to heal. Not everyone wants to do better. Not everyone wants to grow. It's the real truth. And they will use their stories of pain and past experiences as an excuse to stay in the crap that they desperately want to get out of. But I can't because this happened, but I can't because that happened, but I can't because I have CPTSD or I can't because I have ADHD or I can't because, and it's like, but with that mindset, you're absolutely right. Like you will stay stuck. You will keep having these experiences. So maybe because I'm a little jaded by like seeing people in the world, like not even necessarily like in my personal world, but like in general, like unfortunately there's a lot of people where these things have been normalized. And so they stay in their patterning. And I hope that's not faith for the sake of faith in Gary. I hope that's not faith. I just think my jaded self is assuming I'm not upset with you for that statement. I actually totally fucking agree. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, I want to like, believe that everyone wants to be better, but it's just not true. 
No, I don't think that everyone I don't think that everyone sees that it's possible that you can step outside of your the narrative that you tell yourself. Don't get yeah, me wrong, the narrative true. the narrative of of your life experience is your experience. Exactly. And there is your experience and then there is also the story you tell yourself. Yeah. And the story you tell and yourself the- is actually something that you can just like change. Yeah, and, change and the possibility of it being different. You know, like Mm -hmm. it's, and that's like, what brings me back to this is like, that is the epitome of trauma is like, you literally gauge the rest of your life based off of what has already happened to you, not realizing that by simply doing that, you are going to repeat the cycles, right? Like, Mm -hmm. that's, I think the, it's one thing that makes me so passionate for this work is like trying to prove to people like you can change the life that you're living if you want. And simultaneously, it's so hard to hold that for people if they mm-hmm. don't believe it for themselves you know it's like you're mm-hmm. like yes i very much know that okay i'm with you so we will see what the case is with faith but holy shit you guys he is in love he is smitten we did not see him gush over anyone in an ounce the way that he gushed over faith the entire time okay i want to replay the end of their and the end of what we saw in their hometown with Faith for a moment because okay. I was like I was shocked because Gary Me enters too. this I was experience. At the TV. Gary entered this episode saying like I only want to say I love you to one person, which was Faith. Doesn't end up happening, right? No. But I didn't think that he'd say I love you to anyone in this episode. Period. Me neither. Yeah. And so. Like, Faith's family, like, sees everything. And especially, like, her older sister, like, sees what's going on. And she kind of is super bold and says in the group was, like, we can tell that you love Faith and blah, 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 blah. Like, they're seeing it. And then Faith is taken aback because she just, like, can't believe what she just heard. She's like, did she just say that out loud? And then Gary, um, like, (gasps) he's just – chill it and then he turns to her in this really private moment even though they're public together yeah this like this isn't manufactured like i really believed this no. moment i just think that they did this a lot a with the editing and the camera but this was a moment and he turned to her and he goes would you say it out loud and she said i would and and you know when you know when couples have an intimate moment in a group setting where they're talking at a volume that only the two of them can really hear but it, they they're got a mic so, on, so they're fucked. Yeah. They're so in sync with each other that, like, they, they're they on the same page in this moment. He's like, would you say it out loud? And she was like, I would. She goes, I love you. And then she goes, and then he goes, I love you too. I just, like, I fucking died. I squealed. I literally squealed. I was like, oh, my God. Like, that yeah. loud. Yeah. Like, really yeah. loud. Louder. Yeah. I bet louder. I free- oh, yeah. Yep. Yep, I yeah, was at my she's, boyfriend's she's... house. He was in the other room and it was like reverberating off the walls. <laughs> like, it was wild. He came in and he was like, what just happened? <laughs> it was funny. Did you rewind uh, it for him? Did you show did. him? Yeah. yeah. What did he think? What did he think? He was just like, well, because, well, first of all, he thought this girl's <laughs> name was Vivian. <laughs> he's like you know. making up people's names and he's like, so when the when the show started, I was like, he's gonna pick Faith. And my boyfriend was like, he's not gonna pick Faith, he's gonna pick Vivian. I'm like, who the fuck is Vivian? <laughs> and so then when he sees this, he's like, that's who I met. I was like, that's Faith. And he was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, not Vivian. 
Oh god. Anyway. That's so funny. Yeah. Um so <laughs> Yeah, they are totally smitten. He's playing football with the grandsons. They're catching his passes. One grandson was like, Are you gonna marry her? And he was like, Maybe you wanna be my best man? Like it was yeah. just like <laughs> Pipes. cut rap. We already know what's gonna happen. Let's just be hey, done. Wait, pause. Question. I have a question. Um, what? Where does Gary hail from? Where does he live? Hudson, Indiana. I looked this up. Ah, I know. So here's this was also something uh, my boyfriend had to add to the pile for our show, which I thought was an interesting point. He was like, maybe he'll pick Leslie. So we haven't gotten to Leslie's hometown, but she's in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And here's the deal. My boyfriend knows where this Benton City area is. I forget what he calls it. He's like, no one calls it Benton City. It's like Tri-State something. I don't know, something like that. But he was trying to explain to me, like, getting to where Faith lives is really hard. Like, it's not mm. convenient. It's not like you fly into LAX and you're like, Uber, Lyft, boom. I'm at your place, honeymoon, right. stage, whatever. None of that's happening. He's like, you have to either fly into Seattle and drive four hours to get to where Jesus. she is or drive to Seattle, drive to Spokane and then drive like another hour, hour and a half or something like that. So like, it's a lot of travel for someone of his age. And he's like, whereas getting to Minneapolis is way easier, you know? And so he's Whoa. like, logistically, yeah, he's like logistically and he's, and you know, to him, this matters, right? Like in his like viewpoint his, of like, if kids. I was making this decision, right. And so I don't know what Gary's gonna decide. Um, but I, I think he loves faith so much that he's not gonna let the amount of travel he would have to do to get there, like dissuade him from mm. picking her. But that's my personal opinion. I just think people in these situations make emotional decisions, not logical decisions. Um, totally. And so I don't even think he's factoring in the travel time at this moment. I don't. Yeah. So whatever. We'll see. Dang. Also, like, polar opposite lifestyles. Like, she is super rural. And she even, she that for her was a concern. She asks, like, could you see yourself doing this lifestyle? He's like, I'm totally fine with the lifestyle. Meanwhile, Gary lives on the water in a neighborhood where he can see his neighbors, like, next door from his house. Like, yeah. you can't do that from Faith's spot. So it's like, I think he's saying, like, yeah, I'm okay with the lifestyle. Because he probably is to a degree. But I think he's discounting exactly what we're talking about. Like, it's a huge contrast. Uh, You're going to be working. You, yeah. you you don't just – for those of us that live in cities and don't hail from – I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't – I never lived on a farm. I never worked on a farm. But I know – oddly enough, I know a lot of people who were born and raised or worked on farms growing up. Oh, wow. You don't live on a farm. You work. You work on a yeah. farm that you sleep at yeah. your entire life. So it's like – it's not just like, cute, country, woodsy – land animal you're gonna be bathing that horse brushing that horse feeding scooping its shit making sure it's stables okay like and i don't know maybe let's give them the benefit of the doubt that they have a bunch of money to be able to like hire a stable person so that they don't but i don't see faith doing that i feel like faith tends to grow it's a bonding thing you know yeah so yeah I, i don't know man like i just i i think and i don't know i don't know that's all i'm gonna say yeah no say yeah 
oh my god it's so crazy because he loves her so much and like how the fuck would it work how and you would know it what work be, you know what would be really sad is that they went what? through all of this because it's like it's one thing when we have our our typical 20 and early 30 year olds do this on the right. show and like get together and like try to make it work and they're like oopsie we have irreconcilable differences and then oopsie like she cheated on me at like a you know abc brand event like I, yeah yeah like Someone caught her on Snapchat. Like, there's DMs swirling around. It's just, like, like that happens. Fuck. And then, like, people go on to have, like, a couple more meaningful relationships till they find the person that they, like, shack up with for life sees. Right? right. These are 70-year-olds. They're 60- and 70-year-old people. Like, they did this because they feel so strongly about this being the last relationship that they have for this lifetime. So, like, if it yeah. if they do all of this and fall in love and it still doesn't fucking work out, like, right? What happens? What happens to a woman like Faith who has been disappointed by so many things? Clearly, that's part of her narrative, and I, and I don't want to boil her narrative. Like, obviously, I know nothing about her experience, no, I but like, get it. yeah, I don't like. I I think that she's she's suffered some valid disappointment in life and support, totally right. And yeah. so, for someone with her experience to go through something like this, to fall in love, to have have the person fall in love with her and still not have it work out, which is kind of what we're uh, claiming might happen, yeah. is is kind of really heartbreaking. So, well, and same for Gary, too. And yeah. the thing with Faith is, like, it's such a remote area that I'm like, like, you want to talk about Slim Pickens, you know? And because it's already hard at, the, at that age. And then you add on the ruralness of that is her life. It's like, whoa. And then for Gary, like he keeps saying that we hear him say that quite a bit. Like, this is the last person I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. Like, this is the last, this is it. This is it. And that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. He's like, I only want to say I love. I think he even said, like, I only want to say I love you to one more person the rest of my life. And it's like, bro, you just said it to three. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I just think that there's a lot of pressure and I hear you. There's also a part of me that maybe they'll make it work because of that. Like, they'll be like, oh, this isn't what I expected or anticipated, but like, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. I don't know, dude. It's, but when Andy was describing me, like the amount of hoops they'd have to jump through to like, even just be able to see each other, like flying to one another. It's, and then like, what are you going to do? I don't think Gary's going to leave his lakeside home that he bought with Tony right before he passed. And that's like the dream. Right. And I don't think faith is going to leave her farm with her Rural horses. Life. Yeah. So it's like, what does that look like? Six months here, six months there. Like, are can you leave a, like, who's going to tend to your horses? You're going to be without your horse for six months when you're riding it to yeah. the grocery store all the time. Like, I just don't, I don't foresee <laughs> faith budging from that. What? That's what she said. She said she takes her horse to the grocery store. I know. It's just really funny because you're like, what? When she rides her grocery store, she's going to not take her horse to the grocery store? Like, how else is she going to get to the grocery store? No, I mean, like, no, I know. Like, that's I know such meant. a part of, yeah, it's like such a part of her life that to, like, go live now at a lakeside home for six months without her I horse. Know. Like, I just don't, I wouldn't do that to my dog. You know? I know, totally, totally. I know, I totally get it. It was just funny. You just like really slipped that in there. It was so good. Um, okay, um, should we talk about Leslie? Leslie. Let's do that. I love Leslie, but I also want Leslie to love herself more. It's just oh. how I feel all the time. <laughs> what? Did you not hear that? What I just heard? What? What'd you just hear? 
That was weird. I heard like, you know, when you're a kid and you dial a phone from a landline and it's busy and yeah. it's like, boop, boop. I just heard that. I didn't hear that. It must have just been I on was your like, end. Who's making a phone call right now? Okay. <laughs> no one. Anyway. Tucker? Okay, Leslie. Um, so what were you saying? You love Leslie and I didn't I wish hear she loved her. I wish she loved herself more. I know. Yeah. Uh, it's really killing me because it's like whether she ends up with Gary or not, which like we just said, she ain't. Um, yeah. <laughs> I really wish and hope that she figures that out because no matter who she's with after this, she will be with herself. So it's like figure out that relationship with self for show. Yeah. I did love yeah. Leslie's family. I loved them. Oh, tell me more. Yeah. I well, I I thought it was sweet to get to know um Leslie's relationship with her brother, who we learn um really took like took the father figure role after her dad died when she was sixteen. I know Crazy. and like really abruptly, like dad dropped really her abruptly. off at school and, and then, then died. That was it. Yeah. I appreciated that she gave him that insight so that she could sort of like paint the picture. Like this is not just like an older brother that's protective. It's like this is essentially my dad. Um, so interesting. I so want to get to know more about the people who are in those positions. That I take was on the like a little. Role. I was a little disappointed that we didn't hear about that until this moment. I was like, I know. like. You know, like we a couple dates ago when um, Gary took Faith on the yacht helicopter thing, like we hear Faith's background. But like, even though he's had a one on one with Leslie prior to that, like Leslie didn't. We didn't hear any of that with Leslie. Well, because uh, sad. I don't know what they did or did not talk about. Obviously, this is the first time she talked about her dad. But all we got from Leslie's date was her experience of like not having had a significant relationship that really like she never really felt so loved by a person she's had children right. people but she hasn't been like she's never felt chosen by a partner um yeah so they talked about that that's like all we got which yeah. i mean is still relevant in her experience with gary and like bringing everyone home because i think that what her daughter is really sensitive to is like the fact that her daughter's protective over her she's like this is my best friend and she wants her mom to like be be you know, with someone in a real way. But I yeah. I get this sense that, like, they all want it, um, but they don't really know if it's going to happen. Like, I don't know if they – I can feel like they see it happening. Even even yeah. with Gary showing up there, like, I don't – I don't – I can tell that they love – I like each other. I can tell that they are attracted to each other. The two of them look very good together. But I don't yeah. feel that connected connectedness that we see with him and Faith. No. Same. And, like, I mean, the way Gary was talking to Faith, he was like, this is so good. Like, talking about, like, we don't see him talking like that with anyone but Faith, right? Like, right. Like, and he was like, he's like, what are we going to do to make it work? He's talking like that with Faith, but, like, not talking like that with Leslie, not talking like that with Teresa. So that's why for us on the outside looking in, it's so plain as day. It's like there's no guesswork here, you know? You're so um, right. He talks to Faith like he's in a relationship with her that he wants to continue to move forward. And he talks to the other women in a way that just – makes them feel really special and very seen. placated yeah exactly yeah. and i don't mean placated in the in like a shitty way because i feel like that word tends to have that kind of negativity like you're placating me like i think i think he is trying to 
tell them how special they are and that he does love them as humans while simultaneously trying to plant seeds where like this isn't it you know i think he's in a I think he's in a difficult position because like I'll gary agree. is in Ugh. the bachelor role in the show i think if yeah. gary was not on the show in this way i mean he probably wouldn't be dating three people at the same time but well and if, if he, he was he would have cut it off by now he would have been like that's exactly great that's bye-bye. exactly what i'm saying exactly yeah. my point um so yeah it was you know i think the most significant thing that i remember is stewart her brother being like you know you're nothing like the guys she's brought around before and um he was like i hope gary was like i hope that's a good thing and stewart's like yeah, absolutely it's a good thing and then gary actually does ask for stewart's blessing which i thought was like a little weird i'm not sure if that was like a producer push or what but i just I felt like, and maybe Gary really isn't self as self-aware as we see. Like maybe to us looking in, it feels so black and white because we're not in Gary's body or mind. And maybe Gary's lost in his own emotional sauce where he's not even realizing like how about faith he is compared to Leslie. But I just thought it was weird that he like asked Stuart for his blessing to like marry Leslie when I'm like, you're not going to though. Like you're not gonna pick her. So I, I, that for me, if it's not a producer push, what it was for me was Gary really wants to be accepted by this person who's, um, like a father, a hard, a hard vote. Yeah. A hard vote to get. Yeah, I guess. Anyway. So that's, that was it. I really don't, he tells, uh, Leslie, I love you. They have a cutesy little makeout sesh up against a brick wall. I couldn't believe he told her that he loved her. I was like, Gary, you're stupid. I was kind of mad. Yeah, I was yeah. a little annoyed by it because it was like, but like you do, but you don't like, yeah, you love the human, but you're not in love with her the way you are with faith. Like with faith, it's like he's talking big picture. He's talking about the future. He's talking about like how good they are. Like I haven't even seen him say that with Teresa or Leslie. Like this is so great. I feel so connected to you. Like I don't hear him talking that way with these other women. So Yeah. <laughs> the end he get he gives leslie a little bit of it where he'll be like you're my girl i know i think what's devastating about this is that good shake tucker what's devastating about this is that leslie is going to have her worldview reinforced reconfirmed agreed and it's that's why i'm like i really want her to go to therapy or do whatever she needs to do to fall in love with herself and change that messaging and then go find a guy who's obsessed with her for being her and that's it like girl like i, I honestly call like, us yeah call us like i really <laughs> feel i think for all the women we've seen on this show i feel the most for leslie because of what how much we've heard her say like i'm not chosen in the end you know and it's like i the more you say that, the more it's going to be a self-fulfilling true. prophecy. The more you believe that, the more it's going to ring true to you. And it's just like, it's not the truth. Like, you have so much to offer, you know? Yeah. It happened again. The beep, beep the telephone thing. I'm so I glad hear, you guys I, can't hear it because it's I disruptive. Hear nothing. <laughs> it's disruptive <laughs> in these. so sorry. I just don't understand. Like, who are you trying to call right now? Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay. Okay. You got anything else? No. What are we ditching? Don't tell people you love them. 
<laughs> if you don't keep that shit to yourself yeah keep that shit to yourself don't tell someone you love them if if you if you have a lot of love for them tell them you admire them oh my god this is reminding me of like there's a friend of mine who's actually like a friend of one of my like close friends um who i believe has been doing like energetic work for herself in which she's protecting mm-hmm. her energy by not just telling people that she loves them to like meaninglessly tell so my theory my theory is um like she won't tell me that she loves me because i like i'll like i'll send her like a happy birthday text and i'll be like i love you happy birthday because i do love her as a human being yeah and my thing is and i shared it with the friend that we have in common i was like i i think that she won't tell me that she loves me i don't take it personally but then it was my birthday and she hit me up she sent me this really nice text when she was like i admire you that's cute that's funny i admire you I was like, oh my God, she, so anyway, I bring this up to be like, if you have love for someone, but you're not trying to like put the cart before the horse, so to speak, like tell them what you appreciate about them. Make them, yeah, Yeah. make them feel special. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think what I'm going to mention for ditching is, uh, and this is not, y'all, I'm going to just prepare you. This is not a sexy answer. This is probably something you don't want to hear, but it is the fucking truth. Love is not enough. So in my opinion, we are ditching the love bubble that trumps mm. logistics. Mm-hmm. And I... Oh! Balloons. Balloons just went up on the screen. Riverside is like, we're gonna, we're gonna celebrate this. We're having a this. party. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah, I just think that like love feels so good and it's such a wonderful thing to experience and simultaneously for the longevity of a relationship the logistics cannot be ignored like if you're gonna have a long distance relationship if it's going to be challenging traveling to see each other like these are conversations that need to happen these are resolutions that need to be put into place like and Mm -hmm. i think a lot of times that couples get so swept up in their feelings for each other that they don't take the time to be like what does this relationship look like five years, 10 years from now, if we keep doing this, like what is sustainable? What's not sustainable? What do we need to do to make this sustainable? Because here's Mm -hmm. what I think. I think a lot of, and here's the danger with this is people are in love. So they're just like, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it, whatever. And then the bridge comes and there's two things happen. Either there's so much resentment built up that Uh it's like hard to even resolve or two, one person is such a people pleaser that they keep giving at the expense of them themselves and just doing whatever it is the other partner wants to do, which again, will eventually go back to my first point. So much resentment's built up. It's not like, it's hard to repair from that. Right. So I just think like, it doesn't mean that your love for someone can't be an extra motivator in figuring it out. But I think that's what it needs to be utilized for. It's not, I'm using my love to ignore the real life problems we have because yay love. It's way more, okay, I love you a lot and I really want this to work. So let me allow my love to fuel a really good conversation around what can we do to make this sustainable together Mm -hmm. with these challenges, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hopefully I explained that okay. Honestly, fucking perfect. It's true. It's something we've talked about a lot here. But it's true. It's like, it's not just enough to fancy the pants off someone. You have to figure out how to make it work. And you have to be realistic about that. And obviously a show like this is never going to leave any room for any type of realistic anything. Never, ever, ever. That's why 
think critically about these shows and not let it don't let it be the thing that creates the model for your expectations for a relationship for real for real period all right so next week we have a very saucy women tell all with <laughs> these ladies which i'm like oh my god that i'm like i'm so intrigued to see what that's gonna be like i usually hate Kathy. women tell all exactly i usually hate women tell all because i'm just like oh my god the drama and the da, 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 da. but now i'm a little like hmm. what do these ladies have to say on this what platform right have? now yeah what does susan have to say because like we didn't really get much of her so i hope we get oh a lot god. of her in this i want a lot of susan i i need us to i want someone to call kathy out I, if i if i don't have that at least yes. once I'm going to I'm going to throw a fit. Yeah, okay, agreed. All right. Well, catch us here next week, y'all. If you like us cuz you're an hour and 7 minutes into this episode mm-hmm. with us, then make sure you leave some stars and a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify wherever you're tuning into. And then make sure to head over to the Gram and or TikTok and follow us at Pod. And other than that, if you want to lurk us some more and get to know us on another level, head to our website ditchthescriptpod.com. And that's all she wrote. It's Love literally you guys. all she wrote. I have no Happy other November. writings. Happy November. Happy Thanksgiving. Trying to do fireworks. She's for you guys, really but trying it's to make fireworks. Working. So we'll do hearts. hearts. That's the one that works the most. Yeah. Because okay, it's so clear. Love you. Bye. <laughs>